everyone, and welcome to Wet Hot American Moon Juice, a hit NaNoWriMo podcast. As far as I know, the only NaNoWriMo podcast, but having said that, that just created four more NaNoWriMo podcasts, but we're the first one, probably. I am your host, Wham James, and I am joined by my best friend, Aaron. How are you to do it? How are you to doing, Aaron? Both of me are doing just great. <laughs> yeah, we're we're hanging in there. <laughs> November 2020, where we all split into two. I mean, you know, I feel like this month would have been a whole lot easier if I'd been able to do that. <laughs> okay, so it is November 29th. Yes. Which means that technically, technically, NaNoWriMo isn't over yet, but how was your month as it related to both your life and also your randomly assigned month-long writing challenge? Stressful for both. Mm-hmm. So in my pre-interview, my, my pre-nano yeah. interview, I had said that I was setting a mini goal for myself. Instead right. of doing the 50000 I was going to do 30000 because yeah. I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to manage the 50000 with kids and school and, and all that stuff. Right. And then as the month went on, I was like, I mean, we all know I'm, I was lying about that. Right. Right. I was not lying about that. I did not hit the 50 K. I hit 30 K. I finished a book. Right. At, I don't know. I was at like 26 and change, 27 Mm -hmm. and change. And I started a second book. Okay. Got a little past 30 had a, as you know, because you were there for it, mental <laughs> breakdown, yeah, and decided uh, last mm-hmm. Monday that I needed to be done. Right. That that for for my own sanity and just ability to function on a, like a the most basic of human levels, I right. needed to remove as many stressors from my plate as possible. And since I had hit my mini goal, and I had finished a book, it seemed yeah. like a good like nano was a a good one to drop. So I'm I'm angry at myself about it because I could have pushed through. Mm. And also this is my fourth or fifth time doing nano and the first time that I haven't gotten that winner certificate, so that feels kind of shitty, but mm. also I did technically meet my goal. Yeah. And I wrote a book. Yeah. And I've got Absolutely. the beginnings of a second book. Yeah. So, yeah. So you're feeling it's you said you're feeling angry. Do you I was going to ask about how your feelings evolved. I think you mostly answered that. How quickly do you feel like you're going to, or if ever, you're going to be able to come to a place of maybe acceptance? I mean, I think I've already hit that. Like on this past Tuesday when I was like, I don't have to write today. I decided I didn't need to do this anymore. And so I don't need to do this anymore. I definitely had a moment where I was like, you know what? Thank goodness. Yeah. Like I know it was the decision that I needed to make. Yeah. For myself. Mm-hmm. But I also am just, I mean, we all know that I like hitting arbitrary goals and I like badges. I'm not going right. to get the update daily badges. I'm not going to yeah. get the 40K badge. So that, yeah. it, you know, that's just a little bit of a bummer just because I am who I am. Right. But, you know, in the grand scheme of things, A, it really doesn't matter at all. Right. And also, I did hit the goals that I had set out for myself. Right. So, and yeah. actually, I, I hit more than the goal that I set out for myself. My goal was 30,000. I did not anticipate finishing a book. Right. Right. I mean, I kind of sort of did because, you know, yeah. 
30,000 is long for a middle grade novel. But right. so I was like, I'll probably finish one and start another. But yeah. I could have not finished one and still hit the 30,000 and still have been happy with the fact that I hit the goal. Right. But yeah, it's just, it's a bummer just to have done it so many times. And yeah, like, you know, I've like, at this point, I feel like I should be able to write 50,000 words in a month without stressing myself out. But this year right. was not the year right. for that right. to happen. It kind of reminds me a little bit of the Goodreads book reading challenge thing. Oh yeah. I gave up on that this year too. Yeah. <laughs> I keep forgetting that it happens. And then I go to update and like, it's like, you're one book behind. I'm like, oh, that's actually not so bad. But the thing is that I set mine super duper low. Yeah. And I think that if the Goodreads challenge was like, hey, it's the Goodreads one year, 100 books, let's all do that number challenge. Yeah. It would suck to be like, I set my goal for 25 or whatever yeah. I set my goal for. And I think that like if Nano was less official and you could be like, I mean, you you did write a book in the month of November. Mm-hmm. You did you did that all of the all of the things. The national you are in a nation a nation. I am in a nation. You you are in a nation. You wrote a novel mm-hmm. in the Ridding month, and like it's just oh that broke my brain a little bit. You wrote a book. <laughs> I watched it break your brain, and <laughs> listeners, it was fascinating. <laughs> you know, you wrote a book in a month, and it's just because. 50,000 was who, what whoever came up with the number came yeah. up with. It's, I mean, I get the disappointment for sure. But on the other hand, you set a goal for yourself and you achieved it plus. So yeah. So like, I, I think... That's true. But because there's an official number, that feels like, like backpedaling or justification, but it's not. You, yeah, <laughs> you, no, you it's true. It. The, the 50... Th- I mean, you know, the <laughs> idea behind NaNoWriMo is that I guess you're supposed to write a full-length adult novel or YA novel or whatever. Like, the the, yeah. the 50,000 goal that the program or whatever you want to call it sets you towards is for, like, a a, a different genre of yeah. novel than what I was writing. So sure, if sure. I had tried to write a 50,000-word middle-grade novel, yeah, I mean, it, it would have been two books in one, and it would right. have had to be split before I was able to do anything with it afterwards right. which i still yeah. don't know if i'm gonna do anything with this but yeah you know yeah i mean i was i was actually surprised it was funny every time i talked to my dad he was like well how many pages is that i was like i don't know they measure in words i'm not i don't know yeah <laughs> so and maybe it was that i was writing small because i was like oh i'm writing in this font at this size and he's like oh wow that's right that's smaller than i write i was like oh okay what font and size were you writing in well i wasn't writing in it but when it came to like pasting it into my Google Doc. Oh, okay. Which is how I got the you know number of pages or whatever. It would be loading, loading, loading. Arial eleven. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I would have, I would have done twelve. But I I guess yeah. if Arial eleven is what it defaults to, and that's yeah. not what you're writing in, then like who cares? Yeah. <laughs> right. But I got to almost. I got. I think I got to ninety six pages or something. Okay. And like. I was like, oh, I thought this was going to be, like, longer or, like, more Yeah, I would have expected. (laughs) Yeah, for some reason, I have, like, 250 pages in my head as, like, what a finished novel is in, like, printed out computer pages. But I guess, I mean, a finished novel can be any number of words or pages. So I think 250 is just a random number stuck in my head for no good reason. 
Right. So and like this even has I did sort of like met, like line breaks in my dialogue. So like an actually published thing would be much smaller than that. Yeah. Anyways, yes, I think that y- you cutting it, you you actually getting a book and not having to sort of cut the book in twain to you know to start working on it. I think is actually going to even you know even if you don't do anything, the fact that you don't have to do any sort of post post nano surgery on what you've written to sort of get it into a chunk of something that you right can think of as the completed work or, or the partial work or whatever, I think is, is probably pretty, pretty good. And it's kind of a good silver lining. Now, here's a question. I, you mentioned mm. doing surgery on the book, and I did just have the thought that I could just highlight the whole thing and repaste it in and validate because November's not technically over yet. I could still get <laughs> the winner certificate that says that I wrote a novel in November. Is that cheating? Okay, l- l- let me rephrase. On a scale of one to 10, how cheating is that? Hmm. Now, Kyle and I did come up with the idea of pasting an entire Wikipedia article into your novel and calling that done, which I think would probably be like a 10, because that involves no writing. Unless you wrote part of the Wikipedia. At Unless least you part wrote part of, of the Wikipedia. Yeah. We were saying, like, Janice went to the library. She was feeling sick, so she looked up chicken pox on Wikipedia and found... Yeah, that's more che- that's more cheating than Janice yeah. went to Panera and ordered one of every kind of bagel. <laughs> right. Exactly. You copy and paste the entire Panera like website into your into yeah. your thing. Just all, all the code. So I think that your thing, wow. I think that your thing um <laughs> is less cheating than that. So let's say it is a 3 copied and pasted twice so a 6. Okay. I think I can live with that. Yeah. I mean, listen, you're the one that has to sleep at night. You know what'll help me sleep at night is having that winner certificate. Fair. Fair enough. So, I mean, (laughs) you know what? Actually, the thought of kind of cheating my way to the winner certificate, even though I didn't technically do the... Well, it's not even technically. I didn't at all do the (laughs) 50,000. But I did finish a novel in November. Right. And, like, with a week to spare, no less. Totally, totally. I think that week to spare drops me down to at least a five. I'm going to drop you even to a four because we're watching Bewitched. And I guess Bewitched was in an era before uh, clip shows. So when they needed a week off or whatever, they would do something like season one had a Christmas episode where they got this guy from the orphanage who spent Christmas with them because... I guess that was a program that happened in the 60s or something. Okay. But then Christmas of season two was literally, oh, hey, Sam, we got a letter from Johnny. Remember when he came last Christmas? Full episode. Like the same episode. Oh, they just showed the episode again as like again. a flashback. Exactly. No, and they didn't even come back and be like, yeah, that sure was something. Credits. It was literally like, we just got a letter from this guy. Remember last year? And then it's, they don't return to the, there's no, it's not a, what's it called? Like a wraparound story. There's no like framing story. It's literally just intro go. So I'm going to drop you down to a four because people got paid for that. So you aren't getting paid. So I'm going to maybe even drop you down even to a three. What if... (laughs) Before I close out my novel, I say, I have one of the characters say, hey, remember this journey we've taken the past two months? 
And then yeah. I paste it all in. And then afterwards, exactly. I say, man, what a fun time. The end. Perfect. I think that's a that's a one cheating that is 100% creatively reworking the material into being the exact same, but framed differently. I think that's fine. Yep. I'm going to create a clip show out of my novel, and I'm going to get their certificate, and I will sleep at night. Perfect. Honestly, I feel oh so God. much better about the whole thing right now than I did when we started this call. <laughs> <laughs> I think, all right, I know. That's fine, but let me pitch this to you. Okay. You only needed 20K or so, A little less than 20K, yeah. Cut out some of the stuff and paste in scenes, like the best scenes, so that you just have to paste in like 19 whatever, as opposed to 25 or whatever. And then you can actually make it a clip show, which I would say had editorial creativity without creative creativity. That does mean I would be up very late tonight doing that. Mm, right, I forgot so today's I, literally the last day. Of the- oh, no, it's well, not Well, no, t- I could do it tomorrow, yeah. but I've got school and we've, we're recording Thanks for the Lyrics tomorrow, so. Correct, yep. Yeah, so I think I'm just going to do the other thing. Sounds good. Call it, Sounds good. I'll call it a clip show, but it's like the draft of the clip show where we haven't decided yeah. exactly which clips to include. Exactly. And, then I'll, and I'll give myself a two. Okay. I'm willing to accept a two. I can live with a two. Yeah. Okay. So, with the the answer to the following question, you are not allowed to answer when I realized how I could cut and paste the entirety of my novel so I could complete the 50K. Okay. What was your favorite thing you wrote this month? Definitely the various horse names that that I have read on air. Have you read them all in in entirety in totem or do do you have more that that we haven't heard? Do you have any deep cuts that we haven't gotten the chance to hear? No, because I had already written ahead. Like, mm. there was a, a night when I didn't feel like actually writing, so I just wrote out, like, I, I, sk- I skipped ahead to when the show, right. like, the winners of the show were being announced. <laughs> and right. I had already done that. Right. Okay. At the time that I read all of the horse names. So when I okay. wrapped up the rest of the book, I did not have any additional horse names. So I do apologize to everyone who was hoping for more of those good, good, very original, just so long horse names. Well, I would like to challenge the listener to tweet at us at WhamJuicePod with their own horse names, which let's put the minimum words at five. Okay. And let's see what we can get for the most creative horse uh, in response to this episode. Yeah. So let me ask you this follow-up question then. What did you find so fun about it what itch did it scratch I, I you know i really enjoyed diving into like diving back into the horse world that i've been out of mm. for so long until fairly recently and i really yeah. liked being able to create a quote-unquote villain who's just mean because she's just a mean person like right. she doesn't have any motiva- right. motivation to be mean she's just like an unpleasant girl yeah and hmm. Like, you know, typically, and I, I did that on purpose because I'm like, you know, whatever. I'm writing this for for me. And right. typically in fiction, you want there to be motivations for why your antagonists are, you know, antagonizing. Right. But I feel like in real life, like, there are some people who are just mean. Yeah. Just because that's the way they are. And it's- so I decided that I was going to just write a girl who's just mean. That's just how she is. <laughs> It's like a middle grade version of that thing from that movie that neither neither you nor I have seen called The Strangers with Liv Tyler. I think we talked about it on Unabashed Obsessed Forever. Uh-huh. They're like, why are you doing... They're like hurting them and torturing yeah. and killing and whatever. But they're like, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this to us? And they're like, you were home. 
That's not a reason. That's no. just random. Yep, that's just random. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's I, like your villain only less killy. Less killy, and I because I know this will make you happy. I will say I redeemed her slightly at the end. She did end Yay. up telling the trio of heroines, like you know, you rode well, good job. I mean, one of yeah. them, like su- two of them, super beat her. Came in like first and fourth, mm-hmm. and she came in sixth. Right, and then. My primary main character came in like eighth or something and like right. didn't place, but right. accomplished her goal of first show with her new horse, stayed on. That was all she was trying to do. So wait, she set a goal for herself. And even though she didn't meet the goal that everyone else was going for, she achieved the goal that she herself was going mm-hmm. for yep. and found that that was enough. Yeah. She didn't fall off her horse and make a fool of herself in front of just so many podcast listeners right right so wait a minute. We, wait <laughs> i mean i mean people watching the horse show yeah <laughs> yeah no so i i decided i like i i get frustrated in books for younger kids especially mm-hmm. when the main character just like manages to you know start a brand new thing they've never done before and then they win the competition Right. And so I was yeah. like, well, you know, I could have her place. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I kind of want Ashley, the unpleasant girl, to place, like, last out of the the ribbons. And right. I don't really want Hope to place higher than her. Yeah. So, yeah, I I chose to just not let Hope place. I mean, respect. That's That's awesome. I think it's... I think it's a bold move that very few people take to say this is just as realistic, if not way more so. Yeah. And I, I like that a lot. I think that's I think that's good. And I think that actually literature could use more of that. Yeah. I agree. I, I also had, you know, I had her two best friends place first and fourth, and so she was able to be really excited right. for her friends. And her right. friends were bummed for her that she didn't place, but really excited for her that she was happy with how she did. So absolutely. And and I think that that's I don't know. I mean, I think that's a nice thing about friendship is that you can be excited for your friends when they do something super well, even if you kind of also wanted to get that thing. You know, you can also be really excited for your friends who maybe didn't hit the arbitrary goal, but they're happy with how they did. So exactly. And I think that actually, you know, that's a great thing for kids to learn. Yeah. It'd be great to have more like Neville's in the world mm-hmm. and maybe maybe a little chilled out Hermione's, just like the drive can still be there. The Like late series Hermione's. Yeah. Maybe not yeah, book yeah, one yeah. Hermione. She was Where she's like a lot. punching people and like stealing people's lunch money and just being like, Fuck yeah. you. Yeah. Wait, I think I read some fan fiction. Never mind. That's that's not Oh, that fan fiction is just happen. as canon. Fair. Fair enough. <laughs> You just have to decide it's canon. If you want to decide that Hermione punches people, then that's your head canon. Harry Potter and the hooligan Hermione. Exactly. So the last thing is, are you going to be back next year? That is the plan. Okay. Cool. I I very much want to be. I want to be back properly Mm -hmm. with a, you know, 50,000 word goal and a book that will fill that goal. <laughs> right. So right. yeah, that is that is the plan. Hopefully 
the pandemic will be somewhat under control and my kids will be back in school and my life will be a little more what I find to be normal and easier to find time and energy and frankly brain cells to write sure like yeah i just you know my uh, my my head wasn't in it this month right. the way it right. has been in the past sure it felt like a thing i had to do instead of a thing i right. wanted to do right yeah i mean science is back in vogue so i think that we could hope for a resolution that will put us in better positions this time or you know at the beginning of november next year yeah so. god i hope so that's cool. that's all we can hope for. I want to ask you about your thing, but that's not my job. I just want to make it clear that I do want to know how your thing <laughs> went. And so I am very much looking forward to your interview with Rayanna, where you get to talk about how great your thing is. I think it may be next. I think it's next. I think it's the next episode. Awesome. If I'm not mistaken. So yeah. Excellent. I am very much looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it too. I'm looking forward to it too. And that is a great segue into us leaving. Mm-hmm. Aaron, thank you so much. Wait, wait, wait. Is there anything that I didn't ask you about that you wanted to talk about? I don't think so. It occurred okay. to me that, so this past week was my bye week where I didn't have to mm. record. And boy, was that lucky. <laughs> right. It would have been really awkward if I had had to record when I had nothing to report except that I quit. <laughs> There's a, a Kanye West line. It's like, um, I said that I was finished with school and my friend said, oh, so you graduated? And I was like, no, I just decided I was finished. And that's like you. You're like the Kanye of Wham Juice. Oh, in a good oh. way. Like old Kanye. Like okay. non-problematic. Well, like old Kanye. Okay. Like the, that one that one line and that's it. Okay. Uh, that one moment of Kanye. Right. I was basically picturing you on you on your episode and like Trevor, the, the lost Wham Juice host, which would make you not have had a bye week. Sure. Being like, so Aaron, how's your how's your nano? And you being like, oh, I'm done. Like, oh, wow, congratulations, man. You're like, no, 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 I'm just done. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's that's how it went. I was yeah. like, I need, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then like 15, 20 minutes of silence and just Trevor being like, oh, my God, I don't, I don't even know. But Trevor's so awkward. That's why we didn't have him on anyways. That, yeah, Trevor did not live up to uh, the hype that, that we were promised when he was brought onto the team. Hey, if your name is Trevor and you listen to this, what the hell? You know? What the hell? So I guess that's all I have to say about that. All right. So let's get out of here. One, if listeners would want to follow you on Twitter, where could they do that? At Unabashedly Aaron. Cool. Two, if they wanted to follow our podcast, that would be at Wham Juice Pod. You can still email the show at wethotamericanmoonjuice at gmail.com. And you can still call the hotline at wetbadzerohot and leave a message. I will check and I will work it into something, or I will we'll figure it out. So please get in contact with us that way. Uh, we're part of the Scavengers Network uh, at ScavengersNet on our website, scavengersnetwork.com, or on our Patreon, patreon.com slash thescavengersnetwork, where I believe that Morgan and my episode from Thursday got posted in full, unedited, as Patreon bonus content, because Morgan and I got into it, uh, and Daniel was just a peach in editing that down to manageable. But if you don't want manageable, if you just want a, two incredibly talkative people talking about literal like analysis of their own stuff, <laughs> go on Patreon. $2 a month uh, will get you access to that, as well as just a, just a whole feast of other stuff. Indeed. All right, Aaron. Well, 
it's weird to start off with you and say talk to you never because I will literally talk to you tomorrow. And the day after that. And the day after that. And let's but be honest, probably later tonight. <laughs> almost certainly, almost immediately after we hit end. But in the fiction of the show, the NaNoWriMo that we're writing with our lives. Right. Talk to you never, friendship over. Friendship over. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.